This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3527 for Tuesday the 8th of February 2022. Today's show is entitled, My Geeky Experiment, Part 3. It is hosted by Claudio Miranda, and is about 14 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, Claudio talks about how he upgraded the SSD on his Acer CPC 901 netbook. Hello Hacker Public Radio, this is Claudio Miranda, wishing you a Happy New Year on this first recording of mine for 2022, and my third in the series Mikey Key Experiment, where I talk about how I uh, did stuff to my ASUS EPC901 netbook. Uh, If you want to catch part one, that would be episode 3383, and part two is episode 3418. Now, there are a bunch of links uh, that go with this episode, but I've gone ahead and just linked to my blog post about this, which has all the necessary links uh, there, so that way I don't uh, fill up the show notes too much, as everything's just in one location. So just check out the blog post for more details on everything. So this one, I'm going to talk about how I upgraded the SSD on the 901. Now, this particular uh, netbook has the 4GB plus 16GB configuration where the primary SSD is 4GB and the secondary is the uh, more accessible 16GB, uh, which, uh, which is under the, uh, it's under the netbook itself, and if you just remove the cover there, you should be able to get to it easily. Um, so I've been running OpenBSD current on this, and at the time uh, I decided to update to a newer snapshot of OpenBSD current. So I went through the process, restarted, and after it had completed the upgrade and restarted again, I noticed that the system was complaining that the root partition was full. Uh, which I thought was rather odd, though not too odd, because I did kind of, uh, I was kind of close to the edge there, um, so I had to remove some software, but this was just ridiculous because I hadn't installed anything else. Um, So after it had finished restarting, I decided to uh, do a df-h on the root partition, which is where I had the, uh, the root partition was on the 4 gigabyte uh, SSD, and my home was on a 16 gigabyte. I noticed that uh, it complained that I was completely out of space, but in such a way that I was actually I was actually missing space um, from the SSD. Uh, it actually was saying that it, it was saying that I only had 3.6 gigabytes of space, and that I was over capacity at 103 percent. So the only way that this could be possible is that the SS, the four gigabyte SSD was starting to fail. So it was either replace, put everything on the 16 gigabyte and just completely ignore the four gigabyte partition, uh, but then I'd have even less space than I had before. So this is when I said to myself, I'm gonna have to see what uh, upgrade options there are 
for this netbook because 16 gigabytes is just not going to be enough. So I started going on the net. I looked at Amazon, a few other places, eBay, to see if I could find something that was compatible with this. And the only ones that I saw were at about 64 gigabytes at most, and they were way too expensive. Uh, so I was like, nah, there's got to be something else out there. And so I started searching again uh, for SSDs uh, that would be compatible with the with the uh, EPC 901, and I did come through, I did come across a bunch of them, um, which at first was great, but then when I started looking at them, they said that it was compatible with the 901 and a few other netbooks, but that was I I was a little suspicious. It just seems you know when something seems too good to be true, it usually is. Well, that was the case here. So I decided to go ahead and uh, do some research. And in doing that, uh, I actually came across some very useful information. Uh, in the blog post that I'll be putting in the show notes, I linked to another uh, blog uh, where this person was trying to do the exact same thing. And he went ahead and he ordered a, uh, an, an MSATA drive, an MSATA SSD for his uh, netbook. Um, and it seemed to fit just fine. Everything seemed, he, he went ahead was able to install it. Um, however, in the comments section, he does note that the netbook did not detect it and would not boot from it. Um, fortunately, another person replied to his comment stating that um, the MSATA SSDs that you see online, they may be advertised to work but they won't work. The thing is that uh, the, the connector on the, on the EPC-901 is a mini PCIe connector uh, slot, and uh, it has to take a mini PCIe drive. Uh, the connectors, if you look at them on an MSATA uh, SSD and a mini PCIe one, they look the same. Um, they have the same number of pins and everything, but the problem is that they're wired differently. So that's what that one person uh, who replied to the author had stated. Uh, so he recommended getting uh, an, an M, a mini PCIe uh, to, uh, to uh, MSATA adapter. Uh, one other thing that, that uh, I came to realize is that it's not a SATA interface at all. It's actually a parallel ATA interface. It's some weird custom thing that Asus did with these uh, with these netbooks. Uh, so I said, okay. Thankfully, I didn't purchase anything. Now that I have this information, I can go ahead and do some and, and do some searching. So I went ahead and I, I looked at Amazon and looked at a few other places, and I finally went with a uh, a three by five centimeter MSATA adapter to 3x7cm mini PCIe SATA SSD for ASUS. It is the adapter uh, for an MSATA card, uh, MSATA SSD. Uh, it cost me about $7 US, and then I purchased a uh, an MSATA. Uh, it's advertised as an MSATA mini PCIe 128GB SSD, so you got to be careful with some of these vendors. So. So yeah, I went ahead and I bought this. Um, had good reviews. Cost me twenty-five dollars US. So in total, I spent a little over thirty bucks. Um, so uh, not too bad. Not too bad uh, to upgrade from the sixteen gigabyte secondary to the to one hundred twenty gigabytes uh, on this netbook. 
So I ordered this and when it arrived, I went ahead and I cracked open my my SSD, my SSD, my uh, my uh, EPC netbook, and I went ahead and I installed the MSATA drive on the adapter and the adapter onto the mini PCI slot on the E. Closed everything up, crossed my fingers, and turned it on. Lo and behold, the ASUS EPC detected the drive with the adapter. Uh, the only thing, the only weird thing was that because that uh, accessible slot under the netbook is the secondary, it it's going to be detected as a secondary. So what happens is when you turn it on, it complains that there's no primary because this, what I notice is that with this uh, adapter, it actually disables the primary, uh, the primary drive. So you have to hit F1 in order to boot from the secondary. I searched online to see if there was some sort of BIOS update or something that would bypass that, but there is none. So it's just a matter of hitting F1 uh, when the netbook posts. But aside from that, it actually boots from it. I was able to install, install um, a, a snapshot of OpenBSD on it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I backed up all my files before doing anything, before replacing everything. Uh, and then once the system was installed, I just created, um, I believe I created just one large partition on the SSD. I don't remember if I split it. Uh, regardless, uh, I had the entire uh, operating system plus my home directory on that new SSD. Uh, I was trying to see if there was a way to maybe trick it, but yeah, I just have to deal with the F1. Anyway, so I did that and I did notice uh, quite a speed boost. I mean, for what it is, <laughs> I noticed quite a speed boost compared to the original SSD. Uh, that's because the original SSD's write speed is very, very slow compared to this one. And this is a cheap uh, Chinese uh, branded uh, SSD, but was more than sufficient for what I was going to do with this. Uh, and so far, it's been working fine. Uh, I did decide to open up the netbook to find out um, if maybe I could go ahead and install the the SSD onto the primary slot to avoid the F1. But what I did come to I get, did come to realize something. The internal SSD that they would just say is internal uh, for the primary, I assumed was soldered. Apparently it's not. It is on a uh, slot, so you can remove it. But the problem is that it is a half-height. It, it is a half-height SSD, so uh, the one that I purchased would not fit. Um, the only thing I probably have to do, and I did search on Amazon and eBay for this, is get a uh, an extender cable and try and fish that all the way to the other side. Um, but at this point, it's not something that I may invest money on uh, to get done. For now, hitting F1 at the <laughs> at post is fine. It's something I've been just doing every time at this point. Um, but otherwise, it's been working great uh, with this adapter, and the speed the, the speed has improved. Um, Quite a bit on this to the point where I can actually uh, run Chromium uh, on on this netbook uh, while SSH to wherever uh, in a terminal, and I have two uh, two tabs in Chromium, and it's pretty usable. It's more usable than it was previously. 
uh, boots up uh, pretty quickly for what it is. Um, and I'm, I have to say I'm very happy with it. Um, other than that, I mean, that, that, that was the uh, significant upgrade that I did to my little netbook, and it's, it's just chugging along still so far. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you have an Asus EPC uh, sitting around, and, yeah, you think it's maybe it's a little too slow, see if you can, um, if you can update the, uh, the, the drive on it. Uh, I know there are other models of netbooks that use the standard hard drives, uh, so those those should be easy to upgrade. It's just a matter of getting a uh, a SATA SSD or something, and and oh, it makes a world of difference. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, not much to detail other than that. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't ramble too 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 much. Uh, I know I have a tendency to do that, and now we say that in every episode. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you'd like to uh, get in contact with me, if you're on the Fediverse. I am now on uh, the bsd.network instance. Uh, That is my main account there. So look for Claudio M at bsd.network. My account, my old account, um, Claudio M at mastodon.sdf.org is still there, but that's just an alternate account now. Uh, So if you want to reach me on the Fediverse, that's the place to be. Um, as far as email, the email I was giving out previously apparently is going away. Thank you, Google, uh, for <laughs> doing doing away with the uh, free uh, Google Workspace. Uh, so the Claudio at linuxbasement.com is going away at some point. So if you want to reach me, you can reach me there. You can also find me on IRC, on uh, Ocast Planet, on the libera.chat network. And... Um, yeah, be sure to comment in the comment section of this episode. Anyway, hope you all have a wonderful year, have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.